Good evening, good day, good morning, whatever time you're listening. Uh, this is the Faces for Radio podcast, uh, joined by Sam and Thomas, as always. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. So, what shall we chat about this week then? We'll, we'll do a little, a, a little recap of last week. Oh, la- last fuck. week, My cat just bit me. This is the problem with working from home. I'm not even joking. Like, she just fell on bit me. Imagine that happening in a, like, a Zoom meeting. Oh no! Jesus Christ! She's gone on a mad one. Give me a sec. (laughs) Tom's off to slay the cat. So that is a problem working from home. Do you hear about that dog that was so happy that all of its own owners were at home at once that it wagged its tail too much and fractured its own tail? (laughs) So, but like it seems like everyone's get like everyone's cats are getting fucking sick of their owners just hanging around all day. Like yours just did then, Thomas. Because I always say that's the difference between cats and dogs. Because like cats dogs, pricks. well, yeah, dogs yeah. treat you as their master, and like they're they like just so thankful that you're there and stuff. You're like God in their eyes. Your dog mm. didn't treat me like its master. Your dog tried to kill me. Yeah, but it treats your me dog, like its master. Your dog's mental. I gave my. I think dog... this just goes to show then that animals just don't like you. My cats do. They just they don't like belly rubs sometimes. They sometimes love them. They sometimes bite me. I wouldn't the play the risk. Was. That sounds like an awful gamble. Because you yeah. don't get anything from that. Either you, you're satisfied that you've rubbed its belly or it's bitten the shit out of your hand. Anyhow, welcome to episode two of the Face Radio podcast. I hope you enjoyed the first one, unlike some. I was in it. Why you would I listen you to didn't it? listen to our own podcast. Well, I did it. I was there. <laughs> I was... <laughs> yeah, but you know, you've got to listen through it. Just you know, make sure it's all good. I listened to I listened to about ten about ten seconds and I was like, yeah, that, that sounds like a podcast. That, that's was... definitely us. Yeah. yeah. My my brother just asked for the highlights. The whole thing's a highlight reel. Yeah, well, yeah. you can't really you can't edit that out. It's one packet. It's like saying, "What's the highlights of a sandwich?" Oh, the bread. Mm. Or just like you know, if you have bread or salami or butter on its own, ugh. But it's the a bread, sandwich, isn't it? The bread's mm. not the highlight of a sandwich. If you're That's what I'm saying. A, if you're eating a sandwich and you're getting excited about a bread, you you're not doing sandwiches right. Like that's actually true with a lot of things. Like, if you take apart a part of sandwich and just eat. Whatever you put in a sandwich on its own, it doesn't work. You know, like I butter. do all the time. You just eat butter. I, 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 I lick the knife after spreading it. Yeah, no, there's, the there's licking the knife, then there's chowing it down with a spoon. I've fingered the anchor before, like, I've gotten into it. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's funny. It's got a bit on my thumb and a little licksy poo. It's funny that you say that because I used to um, ask <laughs> butter sandwiches. No, but that's at least that's still adding bread to this. You know, bread and butter is still like a, a fairly plain, but at least it's a snack. Just bread on its own. That's the Har- paupers. Harrison gets a block of butter as his snack and a meal deal. <laughs> <laughs> just the classic ready salted bottom of, bottle of Buxton and uh, just you know, just an anchor, please. <laughs> I just mm. love. Just can't get enough of that lure pack. Mm. I always wanted that to like just be grated cheese as part of the snack and a meal deal, like a bag of grated cheese. Just, yeah, walking che- down the street with me, Cathedral City. Do you ever do that thing with grated cheese where you like you have grated cheese and you kind of mould it into a ball in your hand and eat it? Cheese balls, yeah. I used to yeah. Them in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. They're delicious. Have yeah. you ever peeled a grape and then frozen it? No. <laughs> oh, no. It'll change your life. Peel a grape, stick them in the freezer. Or peel a few grapes, stick them in the freezer, and it's it's a healthy snack. For is the that summer. like salad for the summer? Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. You know what you I could don't... do is you could put them in drinks. If you put like frozen grapes in, like, oh, that'd be gorgeous. Frozen oh. grapes in like a diet coke on a hot day. Oh. We haven't even had them yet. You don't know how good it is. Oh, that would be lovely. Oh. Do you know what my brother wanted to freeze the other day? His own semen. Equally as weird, 
we uh, we stunned a fly. So, you know, when it's like the fly's still alive, but, you know, just sort of like knocked down. You're gorgeous! And the fly was stunned. <laughs> <laughs> My brother wanted to put the fly into the freezer, let it for like a day, let it f- like freeze, and then take it out and see if it came back to life. Well, it wouldn't come back to life. It wouldn't, it would die. <laughs> if you wanted to too much Jurassic Park, like, <laughs> of course that wouldn't work. In what world would be a fly? Has the lockdown got to you, you see? Oh, it's it's seriously starting to get me now. Like I live in a house with six people, and it's just like we just can't leave any of the time. I like because like usually I I I'd go out, I'd see friends, or you know just get out of the house for a few hours. You just can't do that. What's our daily lockdown routines then? What what are our routines? So if we all go through, what what do we do? Get up about eleven. No no need to be up any earlier. If you're getting up earlier, you're just showing off at this rate. Like it's like people that get dressed. It's like are you trying a bloody kid? Yeah, like, I've not. Well, I've not actually worn a pair of jeans for a good two months now. I no. You know, if I'm popping to little, no. You know, I've got some jeans. Mm. Trackies or shorts. I've got. I'm not putting on airs for anyone in little. Waitrose maybe put the jeans on, but I've not gone yet. So. I think the nation will be nocturnal by the time of this because I don't think like you know no. There's no point in waking up. So you might as well just get if you get up at one at like one p.m. That's fine. To be fair, mm. I have been sleeping very well during this lockdown. I'm getting like eleven hours a day, feeling yeah, fresh as a daisy. Mm. I would say I'm probably sleeping the worst I've ever slept in my life. I have to agree with Harrison. I've got you know nothing kind of like you know to do in the day. There's nothing stimulating your mind. So you're go just on a run. Just... Tie yourself out a bit. I do. I go, you can't I go, go on a run it. if you don't get nominated, Tom. You know this. You need to get nominated <laughs> to go for the run. I go for I go for me a little run around the bay. A little two and a half k. Just a little, just a little, just a little jog around the bay. I'm I, don't, I don't go mad. I had I had I had a little run this morning. I um I had some. I say this morning. I mean this afternoon. But the the afternoon has now become the morning. For me. Basically, I got out of bed, went for a run. I can't run at the minute. Wore a pair of football boots about three months ago that were half a size too small. Why did you I, wear them? Oh, I, I, I didn't have any others. The only ones that were good for 3G football pitches. And um, my, my toenails, my big toenails have both died and they've just fallen off. Oh. So I can't run because I've got no big toenails. So, Tommy, do you just not have any toenails, big toenails? Uh, I've got half of one. Go and, go, not... and have, go and get that looked at. My, no, my it's dad. Fine. Thought, it's happened before. One of his, um, one of his toenails never one. developed. In uh, the man's womb, so he just hasn't got <laughs> why one. Did, why did you have to say in your man's womb? What, what are toenails for? Like that's a good question. What are toenails for? Is it from when we used to be birds? I don't know. They're just sort of there, aren't they? They don't really do anything. So your toenails serve a purpose, which is to protect your toes. <laughs> They're made from keratin, which is the same protein that makes up your skin, hair, and fingernails. It's keratin that, t- that makes them tough and resilient to daily wear and tear. So no apparently... Sh- well, when I drop something on my toes, it still fucking hurts. So the I purpose is just to protect. They're not doing a great job of it. You know, I want better toenails. Titanium toenails. Now that, that's the future. Get Wolverine toenails Little, yeah that'd be nice be the crappiest superhero ever i've got really strong toenails like like really strong watched any movies this week boys oh. any films i tell you what i have done is like where my sister pretty much only watches friends yes. and other poorly made similar programs i'm trying to introduce her to new comedy and stuff like that so i've Got a watching IT crowd, and um, 
I sat down towards the office last <laughs> night, and then she just didn't really get any of it. And then like Some she was asking don't. all no. these questions. But I tell you what, I think it is because she's only twelve. She's never actually worked anywhere, so she she doesn't she doesn't see these people. Because I've noticed every time I go to work in a new office or in just a new environment in general, I find the program funnier. But because... I suppose you can still you can still enjoy it in the context of the show without having to work in an office. Because I I watched it when I was about probably about thirteen fourteen. Yeah, I and like I thought it. it was I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Um, mm. I do like 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 mockumentaries. I like because I've never worked in an office, but I have met those types of people. But like just uh, this country is oh. exactly what living in a small town in the middle of the countryside. That's exactly pitch perfect correct. Every single character, Mandy, is perfect. I know, I know about three Mandys. That show really is perfect. Yeah. And, then we, and the ending was really nice as well. We watched Extras after that. Oh, everyone um, likes Extras. Yeah, mm. she, she was enjoying that, even though she didn't know who half the celebrities were. Like, well, Ben Stiller. Ian McKellen. I had to remind her who Patrick Ben Stiller was. Stewart. But then when we watched the Ross Kemp one, I was explaining who Ross Kemp is. I pretty much did the whole of Ross Kemp's career in about five minutes. And then I, can tell you that in five, I can tell you that in five seconds. Ross Kemp used to be on EastEnders, then he hangs around gangs. Later in the, com- later in the show, Ricky Gervais' character, and I can't remember the, um, the woman, they have a conversation and she gets Ross Kemp. She thinks Martin Kemp and Ross Kemp are brothers. That, that, that scene went on for three minutes and that was pretty much how my conversation went with her. And I, I also had to explain who Vinnie Jones was because obviously just doesn't follow Ex, football. Ex-footballer, plays a thug in loads of films. Once touched Paul Gascoigne's willy. <laughs> he want, I, think you, I think he once like, attacked Paul Gascoigne's willy. It was, it was sexual assault on a football It was, yeah. <laughs> And then was like, ah, classic Vinny. <laughs> Have anybody seen a film with Shia LaBeouf called Holes? Yeah, I've seen Holes. Everyone's seen Holes. Holes, Holes is absolutely brilliant. Our friend, friend of the show, Joe, said yeah. uh, last year, have you seen Holes? And I was like, you what? Holes. Have I seen Holes? Well, I've seen a fair share. And yeah, he was saying about this film, and I was just like, oh, it sounds all right. Got Disney Plus, watched it. Holes is an absolutely engaging and brilliant film. Yeah, Holes I highly it. recommend Holes. I, 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 I read the book, I think it was Year 7 English. And it, it, it's, it's generally, it's, it's a good, like, you know, teenage, adolescent film, I'd say. Holes is fantastic. It's got a um. It's just it's star studded. It's got yeah. loads of people in it. It's got it's, it's um, a it's bomb. a proper like ITV Saturday afternoon three uh, o'clock type film. Everyone knows the only it. films they show on a Saturday afternoon on ITV are the Mummy oh, the Bond franchise. <laughs> oh, no, the Mummy Bond franchise and Bond. And they'll put Hot Fuzz on at nine. <laughs> on ITV two. Yeah, ITV two. Yeah. <laughs> I did watch something though. Watched Normal People. And I highly recommend it to you everyone. You liked that, didn't you? You I were very it all keen in on that. One night, all in one night. It's very good. Very on, talk us through normal people. Go on. All right, normal people. Great telly. Have a watch. It is a love story set in Ireland. Two youngins in secondary school, sixth form last year, and then they go to university together, and it tracks a whole on and off relationship, and it's lovely. You should def. And I, I thought I watched it all in a night. Six Apparently, hours. It, it, it discusses consent very well. So yeah, lots of, lots of sex in it. And you know what? It's classy because they show a bit of penis as well. Was it That's flaccid? Like, of course it's flaccid. You'll never get an erect penis on telly. What, ne- never. never on the BBC. 
You'll never, have to be, never on the BBC. I you'll think. have to be a brave director to put the first direct one crew on telly. <laughs> like, the thing I, is, though, straight straight after sex, you'll see him naked, and it'll be like a wavy inflatable armor thing. It'll just go straight down. It'll just flop as soon as he's done. It's just like it's not very realistic. It'll at least be semi. Like, there's a really funny example of that on um, Game of Thrones. And there's one scene with Alfie Allen where he is going oh, to yeah, town. Great on a pro- <laughs> he goes to town on this prostitute. And then he's like, you know, he finishes the act. And then it obviously just shows his very, very flaccid penis <laughs> kind of flopping around the screen. Just funding a softie for the whole time. <laughs> Can we just have a quick pause? Can you just tell the story about putting your willy inside a porcelain house? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, I have to say, I can't remember. I can only recount <laughs> what people have told me of this incident, because I, I think I was about four at the time. And, yeah, apparently I got completely naked and put my penis inside a mushroom house that you could open, like, the wooden gates to. And um, I was going around telling people to knock on it, <laughs> including my cousin's um, grandma. <laughs> you frightened an old woman with your penis in a mushroom house. It's got to be one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. Putting your willy inside porcelain houses. Okay. Oh dear. A regular feature of the student radio show that was uh, made popular on Nerve Radio uh, was a wonderful game, Try to Find in Sam's Mind, where I would ask a question, I would then write down the answer, and you had to find the answer that I'd written down. Uh, they don't have any kind of theme, the answers. It's just a bit of fun. There is no, uh, you know, there is no link between everything. It's not a, it's not a difficult question. Uh, but one of, one of you has to enter an isolation booth so you don't hear the answers. I'll ask the same, the same uh, question twice. Uh, and then uh, we'll see who can find in Sam's mind. This is, of course, a lockdown special. So they have a lockdown theme. Okay, I will say, oh, John, uh, you can enter the isolation booth. And uh, Harrison, can you go for day one? Uh, we will indicate for you on our camera when you are ready to come back, all right? He's waving. Good. So, Harrison, are you ready for Try to Find in Sam's Mind? Yes. Okay. They're going to come at you thick and fast, okay? Name me a form of lockdown exercise. Masturbating. Name me an isolation hobby. Masturbating. <laughs> Name something we only started doing after coronavirus. Um... Walking. Name me something you miss from lockdown. Oh, the pub. Name me a different news story from 2020 other than COVID. Bushfires in Australia. Name me a viral trend from the lockdown. Um, four albums, no skip. What did Trump say could help cure coronavirus? Bleach. Name me someone who's gained fame during COVID. Um, Joe Wicks. Name me a rare commodity throughout lockdown. Toilet rolls. Name me, a, name me my current flat number. 21. Well done, Harrison. So, Thank you. That was uh, day one. So now uh, we can ask Thomas to come out of the isolation booth. Tom's back. He's out of the isolation booth. And uh, so Harrison's answers are locked in. Thomas, are you ready? Yes. Try to find in Sam's mind. Lockdown special. Name me a form of lockdown exercise. Running. Name me an isolation hobby. <laughs> um, Duolingo. Name something we only started doing after coronavirus. 
caring about each other. Name me something you miss from lockdown. Miss from lockdown? We're still in lockdown. No, name me something you miss whilst being in lockdown. Oh, the pub. Name me a different news story from 2020 other than COVID-19. Oh. Uh, Australian bushfires. Name me a viral trend from a lockdown. Oh, coronavirus is a viral trend. <laughs> it's viral, like it's that. trending. What did Trump say could help to cure coronavirus? Bleach. Name me someone who's gained fame during COVID-19. Oh, Tom Moore. Name me a rare commodity throughout the lockdown. Toilet paper. That's nice Name me rare. my current flat number. Oh, 21. Congratulations. Well done. So we are done with Can You Find In Sam's Mind. So we are going to go through the answers now. So question number That's one. That's why you sent that message yesterday out of nowhere. It was. See, I, I remembered. remembered. See, I thought you were fishing for a housewarming card, so I went out and bought one today. I, well, I didn't give you the full address. So if I just put 21, it's not going to get well, that far. Well, I, I, mean, I googled lovely, it, so I found, the, uh, I found the postcode and everything, but I'll take it back now. No, I'll have a lovely card. Thank you, HD. So, number one, name me a form of lockdown exercise. Harrison said masturbation. And, Harrison uh, Taylor. And Todd went with running, and the correct answer was jogging. Harrison, so that's, is, is that one from, that's fine. So that's one nil to... Harrison, three. you wank for like... 30 seconds at a time that's not exercise mate that's just a mess let him let, I honestly, don't do 30 seconds at a time the next next answer okay so name me an isolation hobby Harrison went Said- for masturbation <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer and then Trobby Trobby you went for it's because all I could think was wanging but I didn't want to say wanging so I said <laughs> duolingo I actually put baking uh, oh yeah See, I so wanted that, to say the same as Harrison, but I can't say that. That's horrible. Uh, no, I mean, Harrison... That's why it took me about four seconds to think of anything else, because it was on my mind. So, so at the moment, uh, it's 1-0 to one nil. Yeah. Only because Harrison said masturbation twice. So, you know, name exactly. me something we only started doing after the coronavirus. Harrison said walking. Now, I don't know about you, but I walk a lot. And I've walked before the coronavirus, yeah, and I'm probably like, going to walk a lot more afterwards. I've I not, couldn't, I've I couldn't not think of anything. This. I don't like walks. I still don't like walks. I've never gone on a walk in my life. And I, I've no interest, really, in just going on a walk. Well, Tommy, you said uh, caring for each other, which I think was a very nice answer, and I was going to give it to you, but it's not quite close enough. Uh, <laughs> name something we only started doing after coronavirus, clapping for the NHS. Well, yeah, it'd be weird if you <laughs> keep that going on after coronavirus. <laughs> got to get outside <laughs> First day, get clapping, get clapping. Get your milk pan. So, question number four. Name me something you missed from lockdown. Now, I would have given, if you just said the full thing, I would have given you both full points, but I'll give you a point each. It was nice little pub. And you both said the pub. Nice little pub. I I thought you were going to expand on that and say like a beer garden or something. No, no, just a nice little pub. Just a nice little pub. Everyone misses a nice little pub. Two one up now. Yeah, you two one. So, uh, name me a different news story from 2020 other than COVID. You both went for Australia burning, and you'd both be correct. Oh. Australia on fire. I said yes at the end of that because I got it right. But I, I... <laughs> yes! Yes! Fuck the koalas! <laughs> name me a viral trend from the lockdown. Uh, Harrison, you went for... Four albums, no skip. And Trobby, you went for coronavirus right. itself. Yeah. I can't give you the point, although I'd like to. You can have a little. You can have a little. Well done, because that was a very good answer. But the, the answer was just it nominations. Was 
Ah, uh, yeah, no. Just nominations. Yeah. So just, just nominations. There's enough of them going around. Up, no, it's fine. Take that. Uh, so number seven, what did Trump say could help uh, to cure coronavirus? Uh, it was, in fact, bleach. Uh, injecting disinfectant, he said, could do it. He is, of course, a fucking idiot. Hello, so, hello. Have you tried don't it? Do that Have shit. you tried it? I, I, I feel like. Well, I, you can't knock it till you try it, Sam. That's the old saying. Get injecting some bleach next time. I'm not going to lie. I, I think they shouldn't have come out and said not to listen to Donald Trump because it's a great way to, uh, you know. Cull stupidity, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, natural selection and stusf if you don't realize I mean, paramedics are busy enough bad. to admit it though aren't they they just, just, they just say, die. yeah honestly like you know cure for coronavirus just death drowning that's the cure for coronavirus you don't get any more if you're drowned oh that's true actually not a bad <laughs> idea anyway uh name me someone who's gained fame during covid now you both had actually correct answers and i went for i only i only had one answer but i will give you both a point because I changed my mind last night, the last minute when I was making this quiz. So Harrison went with Joe Wicks, who I was going to go for. He was already famous. He is now I like a household that, name. That's he, exactly, that's exactly why, so because he old. was famous beforehand. He's but a I, so I, did, I did change it to Tom Moore, but I will give Harrison a point because it was at one point Joe Wicks. So you can both have a point for that. Four for eight, lovely. He's, uh, he's four, four, four. I, I will say on something on Joe no, Wicks, five, he is the world cleanest carpet like he he looks like he hoovers that shit every single fucking day of his life got nothing else to do he just jumps around for an hour he does my head in he's loving it he he, oh. he, he was buzzing when he found out about coronavirus he's like yep gonna smash it he all the money that he like extra money he's earning he's uh all donated it to the nhs so you know still a prick him and his healthy fucking uh, lifestyle just uh, lorded over the rest of us like some type of wanker. I'm not going to eat broccoli, Joe Wicks. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, I don't care that you're quite good at football and soccer, aid. I still think you're a twat. Yeah. Hi, I'm Joe Wicks. Here's I'm my recipe. Nor- I'm just a Wessex bloke, but I like eating healthy and I like doing running and stuff. Do you guys know I'm the nation's PE teacher? Look at me do star jumps. Yeah. Fuck off. At it, <laughs> so you do get a point for uh, for Joe Wicks there, HT. Um, even though the hatred is rife for it at the moment, but we'll go for question number nine. <laughs> for was no name reason, me he's a nice bloke, <laughs> <laughs> a harmless individual trying to do a, make a change. <laughs> name me a rare commodity throughout the lockdown. The answer was, of course, shit roll. Yeah, so for that one. Oh, so it's cool. suddenly six five. And name me my current flat number. I did tell you last night. You both remembered very well. It was twenty one. So the quiz ends with Tom on seven points and Harrison on six. Gordon Brown apparently is going to help the Welsh government uh, in the post lockdown plan, which sounds a bit like a stupid idea, really. Why? That sounds a terrible idea. Gordon, Gordon's a good bloke. Because the man's a bloody idiot. He's not. He's a very intelligent man. I like Gordon. I like Gordon. He was a fool guy for everyone else. <laughs> he was a yeah, fool he did, guy. He did, he did get given a very, very, very shitty sandwich. Yeah, and he, he, he ate it down. Like he a ate champ. It down. He ate like it a all. champ. Paul I, Gordon. I think, I think, I hopefully the next kind of, you know, hopefully the next recession we go into leads to a bit of positivity in the arts. You know, let's have some decent music and... What, you Let's want, have some decent You music. want people to be sad, but you want goodness to come out of less sadness, like music. As always, I think, you know, there's always, you know, there's always positives to, you know, like the Vietnam War. That was a horrible, horrific, useless and pointless conflict. Music, However, though. 
the music the was bloody fantastic. And yeah. the films aren't too bad either. Good yeah, exactly. movie. It about, shouldn't have happened, but a, a very, very positive thing out, has come out of a very, very unnecessary. And at the end of the last credit crunch, what, what good did we get out of that? The Big Short, that was, that was mediocre. <laughs> yeah, Transformers 2. Unfortunately, the recession did not cause that. That was always going to happen. Because I, I've, I've often said, Naughties and 2010s culture is fairly boring. I quite like it. I think now, it's interesting to see now that in the teens... The noughties wasn't really considered a decade, but now we've gone like a decade on. Yeah, I kind of feel like, you know, like uh, in the early noughties, I kind of feel like they probably appreciate the 80s a bit more. You know, like there's that 20 year wait until yeah. it, it, it doesn't become normality anymore. It actually becomes a part of history. I think when it actually becomes a part of history, it becomes more interesting again, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. The, the 20s we are entering now, we're going to look back at the noughties with probably more fondness because there's so many things that are so different from our current, you know, national identity but life on the... mars was on telly life on mars doctor who but it was good Do- doctor who's still on telly yeah. yeah is it though it's been going on bloody ages when you think about it, it like just in its latest run it's like 14 years now yeah 15, it started yeah. on the 22nd of november 1963 no but we're talking about new doctor who oh i don't know when the new doctor who started with chris for equity it was like 2005 they did like yeah. plastic they had the mannequins in the very first new episode didn't they it was very good mm. i was oh, obsessed with doctor who when i was i've there. rewatched the eccleston ones they're weird he's a weird bloke he's a really odd man <laughs> like he's so weird i wasn't a massive fan of eccleston makes he's really unnerving he's really weird he's, he's i love christopher eccleston i watched it because when it first came back i watched them like the, the christopher eccleston years and then when David Tennant took over the role and they did that thing, you know, Barcelona, I was like, ugh, he's going to be bloody awful. He looks terrible. And within about two episodes, I was like, yeah, I love DT. Favourite Doctor. My favourite Doctor out of favorite, the two Favourite Doctor. Do you remember the episode of Doctor Who? that When I was a kid, again, I, it took me a long time. It was on TV. It took me a long time to watch it again with Satan. Yeah, the Satan pick. Yeah, yeah. That Actually, yeah. That, one that was is bloody, absolutely terrible. Because that literally, that would be on like, it would be like, Something like um, like Total Wipeout, and they'd be like, and now it's time for Doctor Who. Absolute horror and genuine fear about the devil himself. And then it's just like, oh, now it's time for Strictly. <laughs> or, you know, the National Lottery with Nick Knowles. You know what? They need Total Wipeout to come back. I was raging about it getting cancelled. It was, nah, no, it was, I, was I was a Hole in the Wall fan. No, no, no. That was only slabs. It was the week before a... my 16th birthday when Total Wipeout got cancelled, and it was a 16 and over show. I was going to, I was going to, Get myself on it. Did you know I've they got used a very unusual in... one. So go on, Harrison. They filmed in Argentina because yeah, of health and safety. Well, they just let them do anything they want in Argentina. Well, no, you weren't allowed to film in the UK with that level of danger or something. I'm not surprised. There were some pretty horrific, like, you know, obstacles. People got slapped mm. out of it, yeah. It was... <laughs> That's it why was people watched. I wanted to go on it. I really wanted to go on it. I still want to go on it. If... if... If the course is like dusty somewhere, I'll, I'll give it a go. Like just BBC, does, if you're listening, and you does, got you got the old wipeout course. <laughs> Tomo wants to play about. Was the supermarket in Supermarket Suite a set, or was it a real supermarket? It was a set, Sam. Because it, it looked real. very good. I thought it oh, was yeah. real. But you know, when when you're bringing in talent like Dale Winton, you've got to have the set to match the talent. Is Dale Winton dead, or is that me? No, Dale Winton is dead. <laughs> So many celebrities died, I thought I'd lose track. But I Dale think, Winton yeah. is dead, yeah. I think Dale Winton died just before Dale England Winton's versus dead. Panama. Oh, what a game that was. That was a, that, what a lovely weekend. John Stones could have gotten a hat-trick in that game, couldn't Probably he? Probably the first defender 
to get a hat trick in the World Cup. But no, yeah. Harry bloody Kane has to take it, doesn't he? Show off. Absolute show off. Yeah. Shambles of a man. Does anyone remember it ran for, it, I think it was one series and then it never came back again. And it was like Total Wipeout and like all them, like a hole in the wall. It was called Don't Scare the Hair. Yeah, I, I remember this. It was shit. It was absolutely diabolical. And it was about these contestants had to not wake up a mechanical rabbit. <laughs> it was, I remember the memories of the rabbit. It's just, it was the worst, like, the worst game show they could possibly have done. It was I remember absolutely great, was a really odd show yeah. they had on at this time to fill a total wipeout hole where they had one guy blindfolded and another guy directly <laughs> driving. And you and your mate would just have to like, direct your other yes! driving. That was like the, the driving school or something. Yeah, and, the, and it'd be I like the Stig was on it for some reason. The Stig was knocking about on that show, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he was doing that was something. a very very weird show. They used to put some real crap on, didn't they? Like before yeah. Doctor Who. But I'd always watch it. It's my warm up for Doctor Who. And if Doctor Who wasn't on, you'd turn over to ITV and watch Prime Evil. I never. Ne- I was never Prime Evil fan. Never got. It was. Into it was Prime like Evil. the sort of the idiot kind of. You know, proper, proper, not very well cousin of Doctor Who. <laughs> it was the British Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> Weird CGI philosopher going about M&S. There's a bit, there's, <laughs> there's a bit in, um, there's a bit that they literally just took from Jurassic Park. And there's a bit in the kitchen in the original Jurassic Park film. Yeah. They just, they just did an exact rip of that scene. Tim Jones not dead. Oh, shit. What do you mean, oh, shit? Fucking John. dead. It was, oh, it Kim was funny when he was dead. Oh, he look, he, uh, he entertains me, to be honest. <laughs> a lot more than a ruthless dictator should. Sister, he looks so cuddly. Because you know his sister was going to take over. Oh, she'd probably be just as bad, but... Like, oh, no, but always... like, I, I just think it would be funny that she would have had a... She, she would have been like the first female leader to be a dictator. Yeah, and I'm just all for like equality and stuff like that. We do. There aren't. Where are the female warlords. dictators? And warlords. come on, everybody! I want some female warlords. I want some female dictators. Like, it's it's a massive myth that like females are like you know nice and cuddly and all about your know, friendship and stuff. No, they're just as ruthless assassins as what we blokes can be. They they can be cold blooded animals. They can kill in a second. And that was Harrison Taylor speaking to us from the 1930s, <laughs> where all women are lovely. Do you know those ladies? They can be bloody ruthless sometimes. They can be you. bloody ruthless. You'd be surprised. But sometimes... I, once, I once saw a lady sneeze and she didn't use a bloody handkerchief. They can be just as vile as us. Uh, Did you actually... know that women shit? <laughs> there were some brilliant memes a while ago about, you know, when you find out women shit and it's just people looking into the distance on mountains. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. Very, very funny. That was the Amazon man. Oh, what do you order? A sieve. Oh, nice. <laughs> Tiny little sieve. Someone going to start moved. doing some home baking? What? Um, no. That's um, actually something that everyone's gone mad on, is making fucking banana bread. Yeah. Why? I don't even like it much, to be honest. It's horrible. It's fine. I wouldn't order it. I like a gym. Jamaican gingerbread, that's nice. Have you ever had gingerbread? Yeah. I uh, actually, I adore milk digestive biscuits, the chocolate digestive biscuits, but from supermarkets own. I think that McVitie's versions of them are absolutely horrible. I'm a big McVitie's man, me. 
chocky hobnobs. Every oh, you have, your, you have your chocky hobnobs. Oh, I could have choc- I could have two full packets in a night if I wanted. If no one, if if there's no weird social thing about someone a man eating two packets of chocolate hobnobs to himself, I'll do it every night. Do it every night. There is a weird social thing, is there? That's just you know. Oh yeah, not that weirdo. He's just eating two packets of chocolate <laughs> hobnobs on his own. I tell oh, you, you what... know, Tom. Yeah, he eats two chocolate hobnob packets in a night. That is weird. Like if someone told you that, you'd be like, "Oh, what a fucking weirdo." I don't think that's yeah. weird. But I think what is weird is when you go to someone's house and bring biscuits as far as a tribute, <laughs> and oh, they yeah. decide to eat all of the biscuits and not offer a biscuit to the person that you are, in fact, tributing. Wouldn't you concur, Sam? So, so this is a story. At university, there were two houses that were politically friends. In these two houses, if, if one house frequented the other house, they would bring a tribute in honour of their guests. And this tribute normally took the, the form of a packet of chocolate hobnobs. And that greedy going. bastard... <laughs> Ate an entire tribute in one night without offering a single biscuit of that tribute to a single person. It was a weird thing to do. It was the way he ate them as well. You'd put the biscuit in the tea, one dunk, and then put the whole biscuit in your mouth. Yeah. And then, and then do that in about 20 seconds. I, I can have a choc- packet of chocolate hobnobs in about five, I'd say about two minutes I could eat a whole packet of chocolate hobnobs. With a cup of tea. Easy. Oh, you have to have a cup of tea, yeah. Because it needs to, you need to moisten it. Yeah, a hobnob is a hearty biscuit. That's going to need something to, to rinse your mouth yeah, out. That's, that's no, that's no, you know. I can't eat civilian. biscuits dry. I don't eat dry biscuits. Don't like them. Yeah, if I'm really hungry, I'll eat anything. I'll eat, I'll eat a whole packet of biscuits. Because I've always had this thing. You have certain types of biscuits with certain types of drinks. I No, because you're, you're wrong with this. Because I agree with that to a certain extent. But you, you don't agree with dipping biscuits in tea, but coffee's fine. No, the, you the shouldn't dunk chocolate biscuits. Into tea. Nice. Yes, you should. You should. Jeff. No, because do it wholeheartedly. No, because then the chocolate, all the chocolate melts and it goes and it interferes with the tea and stuff. Ooh. That is why the best biscuit nice. for dunking in tea is ginger nuts. Ginger nut is the missionary sex of biscuits. Also, if you eat too many, you get like a really hot mouth. Well, yeah, yeah that's what I like about them. I love ginger. This How are you about jaffa cakes in tea? Uh, well, that's jaffa cakes me, I, aren't I, biscuits. I'd never done jaffa cake. I've yeah. dunk an Oreo. I don't get anything except for Jaffa cakes. They'd go soggy and weird, wouldn't they? Like it would make it odd. They're already you have moist to do, enough. It's, it's the one dip. You can't do anything else. It's one dip of the Jaffa cake, straight in, straight out, eating your mouth. Been eating a lot of crisps recently as well. Oh, I miss crisps. I haven't had crisps in bloody ages. Sam, did you uh, eat an entire multi pack in one day? Oh no, that was a regular thing in, in uh, second year uni. That'd be like a that'd be lunch, just like a full packet of McCoy, or like six packet of McCoys. <laughs> <laughs> I just eat. To be I fair, the state, care, the state, state flavored McCoys are lovely. Yeah, McCoys you whack those, in the, you stick those in a sandwich. You make a nice turkey sandwich. You put some, you put some steak McCoys in. Oh. Now that's a good sandwich. I don't like crisp sandwiches. I think they're weird. Oh, oh. McCoy, McCoy sandwiches are just different level, mate. I love when you know when they bring out them like you know experimental flavors. I'm there getting every single flavor. Like, all right, oh, reviewing really this. Weird. this one? Like a, they once had like squirrel balty. I remember it being really weird, like squirrel flavored yeah. crisp roast dinner crisp, which no, actually tasted feel... just of onion gravy. You know what? There's well. never been a garlic bread flavored crisp. That's odd, isn't it? Garlic bread, garlic bread would be the best flavor of crisp ever. I reckon. Yeah. Garlic bread is the best food in the world. Mm. And they're not making garlic bread flavored crisp. Uh. Is there cheese thrown in the mix here? No. Well, you could be, but I think that's too much going on. You're just wanting garlic. No, but then that's I just garlic crisps. 
that's fine then. Garlic. Yeah, but Harrison, right? Harrison, can you can you tell me a company that makes currently makes garlic crisps? I imagine there is a company in France that does it. Uh, no, I can't find any garlic bread flavored crisps. There's a gap so. in the market. Oh hello, no, they're bon chance. They are French bread crisp snack pack garlic. Hello, oh, after, but you can get it on Amazon. What are these? What are these? Like. They look like bread and crisps. Bread crisps, that's Google that, listeners, and then you can... Bonchon. We'll try and get them. We'll have them on a... Um... <laughs> I want to try these, but you can only buy them in massive packs. It's £21. 12 packs costs £21.39. I do ask because it's an import. Unfortunately, due to technical gremlins, we had to cut the recording there. But rest assured, Faces for Radio podcast will be back next week.